Welcome to Credit Union Joe is Disrupted with Josh. Today, we're welcoming Casey Quick, VP of Sales and Service with Community Choice Credit Union, a $635 million shop out of Johnston, Iowa. Casey, welcome. All right. We're going to learn three things that we should need to know about you. First, what's your favorite movie? Oh, absolutely. Credit Credit Kid. Credit Kid. Credit Kid. Can't beat it. Tacos. Always tacos. Nice. And if you weren't making the credit union difference, what would you be doing for a living? I would probably be selling something to somebody somewhere. I hope it, I hope selling something to somebody is like uh, used uh, Karate Kid DVDs or, or Betamax. That would be better. Since you said Karate Kid, all I thought of is, what's wrong, Daniel? I hate this bike, stupid bike. All right, well, we're on the clock. Oh, I wanna, uh, Casey, I want to be respectful of your time. Uh, let's let's start it off. Why is accountability important for teams selling retail banking products? Oh, lots of reasons. Uh, we need to ensure that our members are getting the experience that they deserve. Um, this starts with uh, managing their pipeline, managing what's coming in in the form of a lead, uh, making sure that they're uh, effectively working those leads. They're being um, following up. They're they're upholding to our standards. They're, we're, you know, looking at the entire process and looking at seeing how many of those leads we turn into applications and how many of those applications can be turned into funded loans or products. So keeping your team accountable uh, is important, uh, but especially when you're coaching towards the behaviors as opposed to the numbers. You want to keep them accountable towards those behaviors because those numbers will follow. So what are the key hey, features? Joe, hang on, Joe. Okay. Hang on, Joe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm confused. I'm confused. I mean, and I, and I, I appreciate a little bit. There were uh, um, a few big words in there that I caught. And but I'm thinking to myself when you're saying uh, accountability, but then you combine it with experience and, and holding the people accountable. And I mean, I, and it seems prescriptive almost like can are you are, are you able to have genuine experiences for people or are these just prescriptive experiences if you're holding accountability because doesn't that just drain your morale oh absolutely not so that's a really good question uh you need to be authentic when you're dealing with members and, and try to deliver those experiences but you need to have things in place so they can they have the opportunity and the ability to deliver those experiences and if they're not doing so we got to keep them accountable so you got you to follow up throughout the entire, the entire process as, as far as something as simple as uh, an email, an email response. How soon do they respond to someone via email? What was said in that email? How was that experience for that member? And, and, and did we follow up with anything that they had for uh, that employee? So the experience matters throughout the entire process, and you got to keep people not just accountable uh, to uh, doing the right behaviors, but also, you know, keeping accountable to the metrics that you'd hold dear. And a lot of that is going to be the member experience. So, Casey, what are those key metrics uh, for measuring accountability? Good question. Uh, so if you're, uh, you're measuring accountability through, like, the lead process, it starts with the lead. Okay? So what are the metric from the lead to the first contact, how soon is that? Um, the first contact to the application. What does that metric look like? What's, what, what's that time? Uh, now, then you have the uh, application to decision, and then you have decision to 
the completion? Is it funded? Uh, did it get declined? Uh, what other things did you offer during that decision? So measuring each one of those time slots uh, ultimately will improve your book to look, which is really the ultimate goal. Why, why is it? Why is it? Why do you think it matters? Why do you think it matters on the the front end ones versus just uh, the person uh, applied said they wanted a loan, they applied for a loan, and then they got a loan. And I know uh, you know did it did it approve? Did they did it close? Was it withdrawn? Why why the other measure points in your mind? Why is that matter? Well, because if the loan just got approved and funded, that's a lagging indicator. You might you might have uh, three hundred at bats. And if you only close, you know, 100 of those, you got a 33% book-to-look ratio. But how many opportunities did you miss? Did you miss them because of the initial response time? Did you miss it because of lack of follow-up? Did you miss it because uh, indecision? Or did you miss it because you weren't able to close the deal? All those things are a little bit different, and they're different coaching opportunities, and they're, they're different techniques in every part of that lead progression. So knowing that, having that data gives you more, I think, ammo to uh, customize your coaching and, and, and level up your employee. Hey, Joe, uh, Joe, sorry, not sorry. I'm going to Demi Lovato you there. Uh, is, is, do you think, though, then uh, um, uh, can I make the leap that are you saying, are you saying that uh, getting a lending product or some lending product, especially because it seems to be what you're talking about, do you think those are impulse decisions for people, like impulse buys in a lot of regard, or, or is that what you're saying? So, so like an impulse decision, if I'm in the grocery store, uh, you know, it's right then and there, and I've got to make that decision only so much time. The more time that goes from when I decide I'm going to get it to not, less likely I'm going to buy it. Would you? Are you saying that? Would you say that these products are Im impulse decisions? You're, you're putting words in my mouth. That's why your local grocery store has those candy bars in the checkout line. You didn't come there to get that Snickers bar. But on the way out, if it's there and it's readily available, you might pick one or two up. So absolutely, these are impulse, these are emotion, emotional purchases. So the longer you have a lag time where that emotion dies down or that impulse dies down, the, uh, the least likely you'll have to fund that loan or product. All right, I'm gonna have to be Josh there for a second. I, I wanna get this question, let's bring us back in. Uh, how do you mix having a standardized process for your teams and devoting time to customized coaching. It can't seem like you can have it both ways, can you? Well, I believe you can. So standardized processes, I think, are important. So you hold everybody to the same standard. We have a process that we've built, but, you know, in, in regards to the, sale, the sales process. And so you keep that standardized. However, everyone's coached differently. Everybody's why might be a little different. So when you're coaching individuals, you need to find out what their why is. Coach them on, you know, figure that out and use that lever as a motivational factor to coach them up. Um, so keeping the, the, the process standardized, but, you know, communicate with your team, find out what makes them tick. Sometimes it's not money. Sometimes they want to just career path. They, they're looking for that career path. They need help to do so. So there's a lot of different levers that you can pull when you're coaching, but keeping those, those, those processes standardized, I think is important. You use a process, you use a process, uh, accountability and sales. These, these words are coming through for me. Um, it, it, isn't, that, isn't that not being a credit union? I, I, you, know, you always hear that, that credit unions are for service, for service. Can, can you be a, a sales organization and a service organization and, and be a credit union? Or, or are you just, you know, uh, uh, just a sales hungry organization? 
Well, I would argue with you that if you're not a sales organization, whether you're accrediting or not, you won't be along for very much longer. Uh, we're in a hyper-competitive space. So if we're, not, if we're not selling our products and services, that guy down the street will, because our money is no greener than his. So we have to sell our products and services. We have to uh, let our members take advantage of every opportunity that we have to afford, whether it's a product service, get into them as much as possible so in order to retain our, our, our membership base. Otherwise, the guy down the street is looking to pluck them out of our hands as soon as possible. Wait, so in, in, in my estimation, sales is not a dirty word. Sales is service. Sales is servicing our member. So it's, it's, it's uber important, and it needs to be a, a focus of not just credit unions, but any financial institution anywhere. Yeah, Joe, Joe I know you're going to push me off here, but I'm curious. If it's, if it's uh, really quick, this last one, and I'll try to be quiet. I'm going to try. I got tape somewhere. I'll close my mouth. Uh, if, okay. <laughs> All right. So, so, so how, how do you balance against having this accountability, having a sales culture, and still wanting to provide service? And, and not uh, having a concern that, that your staff is just going to start giving people products that they shouldn't have or they don't need? How, how do you make sure that doesn't happen? Well, that's a good question. You, you have the standardized processes, okay? So obviously, you don't want that to happen. You don't want individuals to make um, uh, decisions that's not altruistic. They're not looking at the best interest of the member. So you got to have those things in place, and you got to monitor that. Uh, you make sure that your incentive programs are, are are making sure that you're pushing the member's interest first. That that is that that, that is a concern. Uh, but but when you're managing that correctly, it it should not become an issue if you have the right people and you're having the right communication and you're doing the correct coaching. All right. Well, Casey, I'm going to let you off the hot seat there. Appreciate your time. Uh, really going to bring it back. It sounds like. You know, accountability is about keeping track of your pipeline to deliver on that member experience because you don't want any missed because of you because and having a standardized process is key combined with that customized coaching to keep those lines of communication open uh, with your frontline staff uh, is what helps you deliver on sales and service uh, with an accountability for a credit union. Is that right? I feel like a good summary there, Casey. That's a pretty good summation. I think uh, Alf in the background agrees. I love the poster, Joe. Digging the poster. Always refreshing. Thank you, uh, Casey, for your time. Always refreshing to hear the idea that you can uh, you can have accountability to sales, which what you're saying it keeps your organization thriving and relevant, and and still providing service and doing right by your members. So, uh, absolutely, it's refreshing because a lot of times it feels like people think those have to be independent. Well. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This has been Credit Union Joe is Disrupted with Josh.